Hello and welcome to the New Hope Lockyer podcast. I'm your host Christine Palmer and today I'm joined by special guests Kevin and Yana Day. Kevin and Yana have been part of New Hope Lockyer from the very beginning and we're going to get to know them a little bit more today. But first I would like you to send me your prayer requests. If you haven't found us on our social medias at New Hope Lockyer on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, send us a DM and we will pray with you at the end of each podcast. And if you're not on social media, send us an email at newhopelockier at gmail.com and we will pray with you at the end of every Wednesday podcast without fail. So let's get into this podcast. Hi, Kevin and Yana. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? Good. That's good. That's good. My first question for you two is what is your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Well, we used to pre-children and when they were really little and we didn't have to pay for them, we used to go out a lot to Sizzlers and our go-to back in those days was um, the salad bar. Salad bar, all you could eat. Yeah, but nowadays I like dining at home with lentils is my favorite. Lentils. It's so healthy. <laughs> it's so yummy. It's so lentils good. anyway, it doesn't matter how it comes out, lentils is nice. Yep. So how did, how and when did you two meet? We met at church, didn't we? Mm. At Childers. Yep. Yeah. I had moved home for a plan to move home for 12 months to learn to live with my dad so that I could live with any man. That was my theory because I used to have lots of arguments with my dad. So I was six months into that year and I went to church with mum one morning and there at the top of the – it was an old school building, school room. So walk up the stairs and I was at the bottom of the stairs and I looked up because there was a bit of like a slowing down. There was a funnel up the top and that was Kevin. And my knees turned to jelly. I'd never had it happen to me. And I was like freaking out going, I can't go up the stairs. But I was being pushed from behind and I had no way of escape. So I was like, I'm going to pass out. So somehow I got past him and got through the service and ran home (laughs) just as fast as I could. Yeah. But Kevin didn't notice me for a long time. Oh, a few weeks. (laughs) Well, that, that Sunday was the first Sunday I'd been to church. I hadn't been to church for, for a few months, but it was the first Sunday that I'd, I'd been there. It's a good spot to meet people. <laughs> church. It's mm. good. How, how long did it take you to start dating from that moment? From that moment? Uh, about four and a half months, I think. Closer to six months. No, in May. Oh, you took May. me out no, for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So from this end of December to mm, yeah. Mm. And flash forward to the future now, you've got five? Five kids. Five little ones. Not so little ones anymore. <laughs> you only mm. got one girl out of the whole bunch, Yana. Yep. Wow. What has been the funniest picture you've sent each other? Well, we rarely send each other stuff. We just sort of more or less show each other stuff on purpose, don't we? And then don't remember it after the laugh. But there is one time I pranked Kevin and it was 
back in those days, we used to be able to transfer files from each other's computers because we were sort of connected via some sort of system that Kevin had set up. We still can, but security is a bit different in these days than what it was in the days of Windows 95. (laughs) Anyway, I found this red rose picture and I wrote in the, like I made up a file, a JPEG, and I wrote on it, someone beautiful loves you. And then I copied it into his startup menu so that when he started up, and it, which he did frequently because, you know, the, the programming stuff that he was doing needed restarting on yep. a fairly regular yep. basis. So I knew that it would come up. And so here I was waiting to hear the ding, dong, dong, you know, the shutdown and then the startup and I was like waiting to laugh. And um, all of a sudden Kevin's like, what's going on? What? What's going on? And I said, what's the matter? He goes, something, something's happened to my computer. I think I've got a virus. And he was like unplugging everything from it. And, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I was just like <laughs> laughing like crazy. Yeah. You was, got him good. I got him good. <laughs> That's sick. I wasn't so worried about internal security, but maybe I wonder at the time whether I should have worried about internal network security. I was the virus. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So creative, too. <laughs> well done. I remember one, one picture I uh, showed Yana. It was, um, I think I was doing some safety course. I have lots of pictures of what you shouldn't do and I remember one picture where they had about three forklifts each forklift lifted up by the one underneath it in order to get up something high and I thought hmm what <laughs> that was a funny one yes. Actually, I remember that photo yes oh that's good um what book has had the greatest impact on you other than the Bible. We'll get to the Bible in a second. But okay. other than the Bible. Well, I think the greatest help for me was um, the DNA of Relationships. Yeah, DNA of Relationships by Dr. Gary Chapman and his no, son. Smalley. Smalley. Dr. Gary Smalley, Smalley and his yeah. son. That's right. Um, the fear dance that couples do. Yeah. Because we used to, I used to be baffled at our arguments and they'd get so, like, (laughs) the argument would spark with something little, seemingly, like, meaningless, and then all of a sudden it was this great big enormous thing and it just didn't make any sense to me why it was happening and when I read that it was just like, okay, I'm triggering Kevin's fear, he's reacting to that, then he's triggering another fear in me. And we just go backwards and forwards and this fear dance builds. And once I realised that, I could just cut it off because I, I just like, okay, it's just a fear that I'm responding to. So, it yeah, an anyway, we haven't moment. argued as much. Mm. <laughs> it was an aha moment for both of us. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's, that's so been, good. It's yeah. been really big. Oh, I think if you're in any relationship where there's any tension it's a really good book to read and just do a little bit of soul searching as to what are my fears that I respond to or just even in life because sometimes we respond to just anything that happens and we wonder why did I go off the handle there yeah I'm I'm good at starting books (laughs) but there has been a few books I've managed to read all the way through and and the 
certainly been a lot that have impacted me, but the one that certainly stands out is um, Reinhard Bonnke's autobiography. Oh, wow. Living the yep. Life of Fire. Yeah. Mm. I think he impacted everybody because mm. I, a little kid in Australia, and I, because we're part of the Finnish community when I was growing up, so all the local Finnish people would get together and have prayer meetings, and we'd share his tapes that whenever he went to Finland, someone interpreted there. So I was listening to it in Finnish and in oh, English. Wow. Yep. And just getting a double whammy of the whole thing. So. I loved Reinhard Monkey through my childhood years. At the moment, uh, in the Bible, what are you reading? At I, I'm, I'm in those. Um, for a long time, I was in the epistles. Huh. You know, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and I couldn't get out of them. I just kept on rereading and rereading and rereading. Um, ah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the Book yeah. of Acts is where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, that's really good. I think for a long time, I. Um, through Sunday school years and everything, it was always the Apostle Paul or, you know, this saintly person who was beyond human sort of... That's where I'd always had him. And Peter to a large degree too. So all these, you know, Bible characters weren't a real person in my mind. But going through it just recently, I'm like, these are just ordinary people. They are, just yeah, like yeah. And I've being able to just relate a whole on a new level and understand why they made certain decisions or said certain things because they're just human. Mm. Mm. Just the, what happens when ordinary people get the power of God and, and just and just run with it as well as well, the old saying there's nothing new under the sun but just also the, the clash of cultures and the, how that the Jews thought it so incredible that God would want to touch the Gentiles. Mm. And of course, that same prejudice has gone all the way through the ages. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Um, what are you curious about at the moment? Uh, I've got, yeah, I, I've got an ongoing curiosity in my art. Yes. For um, color theory it's just a fascination I have and I know lots of people probably say what is there to learn like once you've learned the basics of color theory but yeah it's just a fascinating thing that God created and our perception of it and everything so trying to portray color on canvas or paper or somewhere it's just a real fascinating thing. But the other thing that I'm very curious about is to see how God's going to come through on some of my prayers. So just a, yeah. like an anticipation of, okay, how are you going to do this one? Because in my mind it's like I can't see how you can ever do that. So it's just a, yeah, opening my mind out to, okay, God, I'm looking forward to seeing the miracle. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's that's really good for you, Kev. Curiosity in bamboo, actually. I've been uh, well, had an interest in a long time, but I guess a greater curiosity has been sparked on possibilities of, of uh, bamboo as a resource. Yeah. 
Tis, it's it's in almost everything now, from pillows to it's, uh, shopping bags to yeah, very much a rising, a rising. I wouldn't call it a fad. I think it's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. So what platforms do you use to learn more things? Uh, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I yes, sometimes I do Google things, but I think I've been using. Um, YouTube, so YouTube has sort of been the first place I go to search something and then if I can't find it there, I'll go to Google. Well, then I'll think, have we got a book in our own library or then I'll check the um, library, the main, like you know, Gatton Library online to see if they've got something. Or then next time I go in, I'll just search to see if there's anything there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Um. So my other question is, what has been your greatest um, joy lately? You're you're about to become grandparents for the very first time. Is that yeah, exciting? Month away is the due date. It's an excitement. It's um, I'm not feeling what I anticipated I would feel, or like years ago, before anything was even, you know. <laughs> planned or thought of yeah it's when you live through things it's different yep mm. related to that my greatest joy would certainly have to be seeing seeing the, their kids grow up mm. make their way in the world but um number one each of them are growing in their faith and love for god that would have to be my greatest joy yep yeah, that was definitely one of the things that I thought if there's nothing else that our kids ever learn, I want that, that to be the thing to to love God and yeah. to make a difference in this world for him. Yeah. So how long have you guys been out here? Out in the Lockyer Valley since yeah. 1999. Okay. Down the end of this valley. We've been here since 2006. We bought this property, moved oh. out here in 2007. Wow, yeah. it's a beautiful spot. It is nice, yeah. yeah. Just needs more rain, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I try to appreciate the brown colour, but I definitely do like the green better. Yep. It's got to give Kevin something to do. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, there's not much mowing of late. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Start a fire if you try. Mm. <laughs> We don't want to do that, hey, Kev. How long have you been part of the Rural Fire Brigade? About nine years, I think. Wow. Been about that long. About nine years. Since the first, first big fire that came through here, I think. It is definitely something um, that I appreciate about living in Australia is people's willingness to be volunteers, whether oh. it's with the fire brigade or with the SES or St. Vitties or Salvos or mm. soup kitchens or whatever. It's um, all rotary as well. Um, just people's attitudes to be able to serve their community and to look mm. after their community. Mm. I think it's really special and it's quite rare around other parts of the world. And the Lockyer Valley has obviously gone through quite a few natural disasters um, and to see people come together is quite special in that. What's something you've failed at? 
is a very tough question, but <laughs> this made me um think a lot. <laughs> no. I knew you were gonna ask this. Yep. I think um for me, I don't think of things as failing. I know that I haven't met my expectations or expectations of others numerous times, but I kind of don't look at it as a failure because I've always learned something, or at least I try to. That's my aim. If something doesn't work out, I go, okay, so why and what can I learn from it and can I utilise it anyhow in some other way? So I... If there's anything I've failed at over the years is probably is not trusting God enough. Mm, that's, that's a good one. Otherwise, everything else is really just, oh, I haven't met up to expectations and it basically is disappointment. But a failure is never a failure if you get up and keep going. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I love the... Um, if you haven't seen Yana on Facebook, Yana Day Creates on Facebook. Um, I say that because I'm referring to a picture you put up recently with helium balloons that said, what's, what's your, your limit? limit? And I love that because it just got me for a good half an hour. I'm sitting there going, wow, what is my limit? Like, do we have a limit with God? Because yeah. we have physical limitations. But when it comes to to, um, to moving with faith, as you said, Kev, is not trusting God enough is how big is my faith for this? Am I actually going to allow God to do something? Mm. Um, and it provoked a lot of thought. So, mm. Yeah, my art journey has been going through a major overhaul, I think, and these little paintings that I do in my art journal are so deep from within me. It's my journey as a person as well. So that is a um, thing I like. I think I remember correctly, I just dropped paint onto there and it just happened to be balloons and it just triggered that whole thing of balloons go as high, especially filled with helium, they go as high as until they burst. But I can go high, 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 high and not burst because God's my strength and he's my help and that was what was going on inside of me at that yeah. on that day. Yeah, it's just the, I just need to lean into God and not be so concerned about the potential disaster you know that whole thing of um we undermine our potential successes because of fear of success and the effects of success in our life yeah one example of that is years ago i did a lot of portrait paintings and looking back on those portrait paintings now hanging on other people's walls like family members because that's who i gave them to i look at them and i think that's really good i know why i stopped because I was listening to um, a talk by an artist, a, a portrait artist, and they said that if you want to be really good at portrait painting, you need to go and take photos with the person in their own surroundings. And I think I was breastfeeding a baby at the time and it was completely impractical for me to travel. So I just stopped because I thought, I can't do that. Oh, okay. So I stopped yeah didn't trust god that he could arrange a way around it mm. so yeah anyway maybe one day soon what is something you wish you'd known when you started out either in family or art in your work 
or just life in general? <laughs> Kev? Oh, life in general. I don't know whether it would, make, whether it would have made any difference, but I, maybe it would have. Maybe, maybe it would have eased my journey. But if there's one thing I wish I'd known is that God has it in hand. Yep. Um, never ends up being anything like you're worried about. <laughs> and and um, even little things like in work, quite common obviously in work deadlines come and there's pressure placed upon you and you don't quite um, get it finished often the pressure would be the result because a bug came up the client has lived with the bug for the last week but now all of a sudden it had to be fixed yesterday Hmm. and you, you learn after a little while that if you Obviously, you do your best, but rather than panic and um, get really stressed, which is counterproductive in the first place, just to breathe and say, you know what, they'll live with this for the week. It's not the end of the world if it's not done tonight. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. I think one big thing someone shared with me when – my kids were little, um, I was to say yes more often, say no less. And I wish I had a, heard that earlier mm. for not just responding to my kids but to my own possibilities, take bigger risks and I think embrace my weaknesses a bit more. Yeah. Mm. No, that's really good. That's really, really good. Mm. Um. Always going to end these Q and A podcasts with my favourite question at the moment: What in heaven are you most looking forward to? Well, when I imagine heaven, okay, mm-hmm. I see myself bow down before God, and so in just worship and adoration. And I guess that's what I'm really looking forward to: is to be able to really, really, really have that feeling of worship as I feel it but to really absolutely be in it yeah Mm. I love that just giving God a hug Mm. yeah that'll be a good one Mm. really good one so we're going to move on to some prayer requests that we've been sent we're going to pray for some people Um, if you would like to send us prayer requests on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at New Hope Lockyer, or email us newhopelockyer at gmail.com and we will pray with you at the end of every Wednesday podcast. Um, Kevin, you've got some prayer requests there if you would like to start us off. Yes, we're going to pray for um, a person here who has bad knees and in the name of Jesus we speak mm. healing, we speak strength to those knees. And um, we declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he has taken our pain and he has taken our illnesses upon himself and dealt with it. So we speak to those knees and we say, be right in Jesus' name. As God intended, we speak restoration to um, all ligaments and the kneecaps, anything that is causing restriction and pain, 
right now we speak freedom to those needs in Jesus' name. Yeah, I know you've got one name. <clears throat> Lord, I left Memphis before you and asked that you would uh, encapsulate little Memphis in your hands, in your healing touch, Lord. By your stripes we were healed and we just claim that complete healing in every part of Memphis' body in Jesus' name and comfort for family around and um, just joy, Lord, fill them with joy and peace mm. in Jesus' name. And also, Lord, um, Jan, who lives in Toowoomba, ask for your healing touch, whatever is the need, Lord, provision, protection. Um, yeah, just be everything for her, Lord. Help her to lean into you in a new way and to trust you. And, you know, I pray our... Um, if you have a look on our social media pages, you might see some pictures of a building and we're in the process of moving into a new building. And so right now we're going to pray that our subdivision process with council and state go really smoothly and quickly so we can get into this new building of ours. Heavenly Father, thank you that you open up a way. You make a way where there is no way. And we just want to give you the honor and the glory for this approved um, subdivision in your name, Jesus, that you might be glorified in every stage of this process, Lord. And we thank you for the finances that will come through for this land as well, Lord Jesus, that you are the provider of all things that we need, Lord. And we just give this, give this over to you and you've got it covered. Thank you, Lord, that we can trust in you. Mm. Kev, you want to pray for the rain? We've had some, yes, but we need some more. We have had a little taste of what rain is like. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of state of Queensland and New, mm -hmm. Northern New South Wales have forgotten what rain is like, I think. But we declare mm. that in the name of Jesus, the heavens be opened and bring forth healing upon this mm -hmm. land. We declare the blessing of God mm. in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. To bring mm. rain, to um, fall upon this thirsty land yes. and bring prosperity. Your word says that um, you promised to Noah that until the end of time there will be seed time and harvest. Mm. We take that promise mm. in the name of Jesus and declare it upon mm. our land mm. that there shall be sowing and there shall be abundant harvests mm. in the name of Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this podcast and for answering all my very difficult questions and praying with us and um, having me in your beautiful home. A pleasure. Our pleasure. Thank you. And well, we will see you this time next week with another special guest on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week.